Good day, and welcome to another episode of the Rackamy Record, your one-stop podcast series for anything print, mail, and CCM related, with your host, Matt Mahoney. Matt couldn't be here today because he's currently at ING in the Bahamas, experiencing three full days of networking, educational presentations, and breakout sessions. My name is Bill Shuline, and I'm the Director of Channels here at Rackamy. I'll be your host today. Also, we have a special guest with us from Canon Solutions America, Mr. Mike Zink. He's the Marketing Product Manager of Software Partner Solutions at Canon Solutions America, and Mike has had a varied career that spans more than 35 years. We're going to talk to him today about software enabling your print shop to be more efficient. Some of the topics that we're going to touch on will be archiving, SLAs, and the importance of having a unified view of all the software and hardware in your shop. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining us today. I've known you for quite a long time, but I'm sure our listeners would like to know a little bit more about a person who's got over 35 years experience in our industry. So I'm just going to let them in a little bit on some of the things you've done, if that's okay with you. Sure. Thanks, Bill. No worries. So you were a regional engineer for over 20 years at Xerox, and then you did quite a bit of work as a print systems analyst over these 35 years, and then you made your way over to software training and did that for a number of years. And now we find you supporting the partner products out of Canon Solutions America. So quite a varied career, a lot of experience in our industry. And again, I just want to say a great thank you to you for joining us today because with your experience in the industry for as long as you've had, the, you have a lot of information to share on the topic that we want to discuss today. And that topic basically is how software enables more efficiency in your print shop. And so one of the questions I wanted to ask you and, and kind of discuss is the, the customer looking for efficiencies and cost savings uh, in their shop, you know, basically time, people, money, that kind of thing. What, what has been your experience along those lines? Well, thanks, Bill, for having me, and I appreciate that question. It's actually uh, it's a pretty much wide-open question because uh, it comes into play with the net new sales of products to customers that they typically are busy looking at what it costs to uh, bring in new equipment, but not necessarily looking at preparations for that new equipment to come in. So in that vein, people, time, and money all come into play where, yeah, you're possibly looking at faster equipment and more efficient equipment, uh, but have you actually looked at what's required to onboard something like that? And that's where it really can impact the time, people, and money because we really need to take a step back and take a look at how you're going to keep that device running at optimal speed without any interruptions. In other words, take advantage of the new device that they're possibly acquiring. And when you do that, then you're, you're actually looking at uh, what I would call workflow. How are these files coming into the system? As people have acquired different assets from other companies, um, as there's mergers and acquisitions and such, uh, you get a lot of different types of print data that come in to a single source. And how do you try to monopolize all that 
data that you need to print, how do you get that through the system? Are those files optimal for the new press that you're putting in? All these things need to be considered, right? Because the less touch points you have and the more automation that you can bring to bear on getting files into the system, the better off you'll be. Right. There's also a, a, a lot more smaller jobs. As print runs have gotten shorter, as, as electronic delivery has come more into play, there's a lot more jobs to print. However, those jobs are a lot smaller. And so to get those through the system and then optimize those print streams so that you can keep whatever device you're buying running for as long as you can, that may require bringing dissimilar files together and optimizing those uh, files. So you brought up a couple of really interesting points that I kind of want to touch on, certainly not the least of which is the new inkjet additions to the hardware purchasing, right? The the new inkjet devices are much faster. The quality is at a, a point now today that rivals offset in many cases easily as good as offset. And they're moving at such a, an incredible speed. And so now you're looking at a lot of, as you said, smaller jobs, and you have to have the quick turnaround with those smaller jobs as well. So what you had brought up about workflow, one of the questions I have is, you know, these shops have been, or many shops have been running for a long time. So they have a workflow in place already. And they've, over the years, they've purchased a number of different kinds of software to run their business, as well as, you know, the hardware robots, that would be the printers, the inserters, those kinds of things. And how important is it really to kind of bring all that together for efficiencies uh, within the workflow? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And you mentioned inkjet presses. Those are devices that don't like to sit idle. So the more throughput that you can put on those devices, actually, the better they run. So batching, ganging jobs, optimizing those jobs, as you know, as you mentioned too, that the quality is higher. So the jobs have become more sophisticated, more color, some graphics, a lot of additional information that possibly wasn't being printed prior to moving to that, that new platform. And so it's really important that those files are optimal uh, to flow through the system without interruption, right? So those files really should be a, a pre-flight step that goes through to ensure that those files are optimal for the resolution of the device they're being printed on. Sending over some high-resolution images to a device that's not capable of printing at that resolution then becomes additional uh, work for the rips on those presses. And so that can, in fact, slow the press down if it's trying to prepare a page in time for print on the press. So those are all considerations that people need to consider when they're making that migration. Batching together jobs that you can't just throw any kind of jobs together while each and every page can be unique. What you may find is that on the, um, on the finishing side, you may want to have all those address lines in the same location so that you can leverage your finishing equipment on the inserter side uh, to place that address in the same location in the address window. So you may have to find a commonality on those jobs that you're batching, um, possibly based on the location of the address window in the envelope. 
there's so many different things that you need to take into consideration, but that, and just by doing that, you can keep that press running, optimize the flow, especially on the finishing side, that those jobs can come through the finishing device quickly. So there's an overall operational efficiency, not necessarily just for the inkjet press, but for the overall operation of the print shop. Right. So, and then the other consideration aside from the inserters or post-processing would also be, you know, uh, ganging jobs together based on paper type, right? Because absolutely be certain customers, right? Yep. And then also just to quickly mention, once you've done that, then you also have the opportunity to optimize that file for postal discounts. So there's a possible no- another step that can be taken when you're batching jobs to then go ahead and then uh, index those files so that when they print, they're printed in postal order uh, for optimal postal discounts. So there's some cost savings as well that you can take into consideration. Okay. So long story short, streamlining and automation of the workflow are where the biggest bangs for the buck in, in acquisition is as far as software is concerned. Yep. So what would you say, I think I heard a little bit of it earlier when you said pre-flighting. Certainly pre-flighting is very important prior to getting into the main workflow. But aside from pre-flighting, what other, what would you say really gives you the biggest bang for your buck in a software acquisition? Yeah, I think that a lot of people see the printing of transactional documents as a cost of doing business, and they're more and more pushing to deliver those communications electronically. But in fact, it's been proven that transactional documents um, are reviewed by the end recipient over 95%. And then with that, it's also been proven that uh, digital versus printed documents uh, target a different part of the brain and receptors so that they're received and remembered also a printed document can also be saved, left on a desk, pinned to a, a magnet on the refrigerator uh, to remind people of something they want to follow up on, whereas a digital document is read, forgotten, deleted, possibly blocked by spam. But it's a perfect opportunity to turn that transactional document that is perceived as costing money for the, for the company that's printing it into a document that can be a revenue generation source. So that just by simply adding targeted messaging to cross-sell and upsell to their end customer who's already doing business with them is a huge opportunity. And uh, I think that's uh, undervalued that people uh, really should take another look at that, maybe engage with their marketing department and add some targeted messaging to their transactional documents, their billing invoices and such that are going out. Um, When you purchase Inkjet, it's a huge opportunity at that point to add some customization to your communications that are going out. Uh, It's part of the customer experience, right, is to provide the best communications you can to your customers. That reduces the amount of calls to the support center uh, for clarification on their invoicing and billing but it's also a huge and great opportunity to sell additional services to that customer. Okay, so what I'm hearing is make use of the white space in your transactional documents if you have some dead space. So one of the softwares you would wanna use is some sort of document re-engineering software 
so that you could utilize the white space in your transactional documents to upsell. And then basically using those efficiencies in your workflow to decrease the manual touch points while increasing revenue. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, one final question, and then I'm going to let you go because I know you got a lot of stuff to do and, and a lot of things to take care of. But how important is is tracking of documents and, and archiving, would you say? I would say it's, it's very important. Uh, those documents that you printed in some cases are, are regulatory, right? You need to have a, a proof of record that you did print that document and when you printed it in a lot of cases. And also for call centers, support centers, for non-deliverables, for documents that are just lost in the mail, when a customer calls to the call center, they want a copy of that document so they can pay their bill. So archiving is hugely important. It's also a part of the uh, reprint, right? So if something is mangled and mutilated in the finishing, not that that would ever happen, but when it does... It's important that you're able to track that particular document, especially when you've been batching jobs, that you can track that document down to the page level, reprint that document, and then again, show it as complete once it's through the finishing, and then subsequently archive that document so that if for a reason, some reason a customer should call, that you can then email them a copy of their bill and say, yeah, we sent this out, we printed it on this date, uh, you should have received it on this date. And oh, by the way, here's the invoice that you can pay your bill. So archiving, I think, is very important. And part of the archiving process is to include some metadata and the naming conventions of those files so that you can subsequently find that document when it comes time to pull it, to send it to somebody or possibly reprint that document. Got you. So basically having a plan of record, tracking the documents, making sure that any vendors you consider are able to integrate into your existing workflows, right? So that you you don't have to bring in a totally new workflow solution because then you're looking at a lot of manpower to deploy it. And that's the whole point of including new software is to not have a lot of manpower to deploy it, rather to reduce the manpower so that it's more efficient. Yeah, that's a great point you bring up. There's back in the day prior to uh, as many workflow solutions that are now available over the last 20 years, a lot of these were homegrown solutions and it took teams of people to maintain those homegrown solutions. And uh, we've since grown that whole industry now to the point that for those customers out there that might be uh, using a homegrown system, if they're happy, that's good. And, and we can usually plug into that, we meaning the industry, to leverage whatever their output of that custom solution is to add to. But it really does save money by going to a workflow solution that you don't need a team of people to support that can run lights out. That manpower can then be reassigned to different projects and allow you to grow your business. So um, I think that's important. Right. And I was just thinking oftentimes those homegrown solutions, you have individuals who were the ones who enabled it or, or grew it in the first place, right? Yep. Um, but now they've moved on, they've retired. And, and so nobody or very few people 
have the skill set needed to update that solution. So it almost makes more sense to buy a commercially available solution where you know you'll have the support to onboard new jobs or, or whatever work needs to be done. Right, exactly. You know, one point I, I failed to mention too was the importance of actually being able to track all these smaller jobs through the system. A lot of print service providers out there have service level agreements where they will uh, lose or pay a penalty for missing a deadline. And so when you have all these smaller jobs now that you're having to track through the system with quicker turnaround times, it's, it's critical, it's crucial that you're able to see on the screen the entire shop. And then from that, be able to determine whether or not you're in danger of missing SLAs on certain applications so you can then promote them to the front of the print line to get those jobs through the system. And I know we, we talked about a little bit about archiving, but I, I wanted to mention also that that's a very important piece in a workflow when you have so many smaller jobs that you're trying to track through the system. Right. And, you know, it, you, that's an interesting point, too. And, and uh, we'll kind of end on this this note because I know you have other things to get to and I appreciate the time you took today. But you can also set up software to send out a notification. So if you are not looking at, say, a dashboard of what's going on in the shop, um, you're busy, you know, with a customer on, you know, trying to get new business into the shop, you can actually get an email sent to you saying, hey, we're in danger of missing this SLA. And you can excuse yourself real quick and call in and say, hey, guys, what's going on? We're going to miss this SLA. So also a very important point. Mike, I want to tell you, uh, it's always a pleasure. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Your years of experience really helps out a lot uh, in the industry. I know you're well-respected. So, again, thank you for joining us today, and have a great rest of the day. Any last thoughts you might have? Uh, no, Bill, thank you very much. It's always always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm always glad to talk about workflow. I'm on LinkedIn, so if anybody ever has any comments or questions, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. And, and, again, I appreciate your time today, Bill. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks again, Mike. Take care. All right. This has been another episode of The Rack and Me Record, your one-stop podcast series for anything print, mail, and CCM related with your host, Matt Mahoney. To listen to other episodes, simply subscribe to The Rack and Me Record, and don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.